Blog Talk Radio. Let's begin now. Welcome, welcome. Uh, no, today. Monday night. woke up. We're going to go over the Wild uh, no, Card Weekend. Uh, the playoffs that just happened. Um, this is Joel. Chris, you there? Yes, sir. I'm here, Joel. How are you? What's up, bud? Hey, thanks for calling in again. Uh, no but, problem, man. Uh, first off, uh, before we talk about Wild Card Weekend or what a bomb of garbage games we witnessed <laughs> over Saturday and Sunday, uh, we got the last little breaking news at the end of the day that Marone is the new Jaguars head coach, so I know you're you're pretty excited about that. I know last time we talked, you uh, you really liked him. Yeah, yeah. So, I love, uh, uh, Doug Marone. I love Doug Marone. I think he's a great hire. He uh, <clears throat> He's a type of – he's sort of a throwback uh, coach in, in a way that he'll he'll uh, – He'll ask some things of some coach or of some players and even some coaches that that may may not make them feel very comfortable. But uh, he he always uh, has one thing in mind, and that's to win. And I think that's right. sort of the culture we need to bring back to Jacksonville. We need to get back, you know, to thinking about winning, not uh, being competitive or anything like that. Right. It should be about winning, winning football games and. And the fact that Tom Coughlin is back as the executive vice president of football operations yeah, basically that means too. that basically means that he, you know, he's basically the the boss of all football yeah. related activity. So everyone will be uh, reporting Tom Coughlin uh, on the football right. side of business. So it's Which very is a good thing. And, and, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mentioned that there'd be a huge culture shift and. Uh, I just I, I would uh, just have to embrace it, and I can't wait to embrace uh, the type of culture that uh, Coughlin and Marone and Caldwell are going to build together. Right. Well, good deal. Yeah, I just wanted to hit you up on that because I know it just happened into the day. But uh, anyways, uh, about that wild card weekend, I mean, is was there any has there ever been a, any bigger bomb of games over two days? I mean, <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> The national championship tonight uh, kind of, you know, plays out a little bit uh, more exciting than what Saturday and Sunday held for us. I yeah, know that if, if first the, game. Yeah, I was going to say ahead. if the national champion, I was going to say if the national championship game isn't very exciting tonight, I'll be happy as long as it's Alabama that's making it not very exciting. <laughs> yeah. On the, on the good side. Yeah, I hear you there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're fun. right. These games were horrible. I mean, the closest game was a 13-point game uh, that featured Brock Osweiler and Connor Cook playing quarterback. So it was not a good look yeah. for uh, Roger Goodell and the boys uh, uh, up at the NFL offices for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even after I, I felt, you know, somewhat bad. Uh, I mean, I say bad, but I don't know if I really mean bad, but Obviously, when the Raiders, they finally make the playoffs for the first time since they were in the Super Bowl, that Super Bowl year, and, you know, you get, they're rolling along. And then when Derek Carr 
took that injury. What was it? The last game of the year? Was it in week seventeen? Yeah, last, I I think actually it was uh, the second to last uh, game of the season because it was the same day Mariota broke his leg versus uh, Jacksonville, and that that's was the right. second to yep. the last week of the season. So yeah, that's when they both they both broke their leg on the same day. And yeah, the NFL is a <clears throat> is a sport that it's if you're good and you lose your quarterback. I mean, if you're bad and you lose your quarterback, it's hard enough to win. But if you're good and you lose your quarterback, a lot of times the reason these teams are good is because of how well their quarterback plays. And Carr was having yeah. a phenomenal year with the type of weapons he has, like Cooper, and when they can get the running game going, their offensive line is huge. I mean, when they were down here playing in Jacksonville, like when they were warming up, I just said to myself, those guys are huge. You know, I mean, that's yeah. the first thing that comes to your mind when you see that offensive line. I mean, they're abnormally yeah. bigger than other offensive lines. And uh, when he got hurt, that just, you know, everyone knew they wind right out the of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't I mean, understand that, all the talk. Did you understand all the talk about Bill O'Brien's going to get fired and, you know, like before the game no. if they lose? I mean, first of all, they're not going to lose to Connor Cook at home. And that build, that building is a hard place to play if you're a visiting football team. I can tell you that. Right. You know, being there a few times. But I just never understood that. I mean, the guy the guy has been in the playoffs the last two years. And I think it's ridiculous to even consider firing him. But, yeah. The, well, yeah, the game, I mean, it's – it, I was just going to say ahead. it's funny how some people – you know, some organizations, it's like, you know, what do you expect? I mean, you know, I th- I thought, just like you said, Bill O'Brien, I mean, another guy um, I, I can think of, too, as they were talking about that Lions coach, Caldwell. You know, yeah. they were like, oh, he might be fired. But I'm thinking, like, you're the Detroit Lions. I mean, <laughs> this guy gets yeah. you to the playoffs. And, 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 I, th- and I mean, I, I think Cald- didn't Caldwell either – he either won a title – with the Colts, or he led the Colts to – I think he led the Colts to the Super Bowl one year. I think they may have lost in the Super Bowl. But, I mean, Caldwell yeah. did lead the Colts to the Super Bowl, I believe. I could be wrong on that. And if I am, I'm an idiot. But, I mean, all well, I'm saying he's got is a great Detroit experience. and you had a coach – yeah, if, you, if you're Detroit and you have a coach that's led a team to the Super Bowl, even though they did have Peyton Manning, I mean, well, Matt Stafford's a pretty good quarterback too, so maybe he can, you know – lead this team eventually. I mean, I, I yeah, had I mean, a really good year this year. I mean, yeah, like I said, you go on history. I mean, it's like, it, to me, I base it on, you know, my fandom being a Bucks fan. It's like, dude, if we got in the playoffs and we lost in the first round, and if I ever came out and said, oh, this should fire dirt cutter, then I need to be freaking yeah, no. taken out back and beaten. I mean, it's like some, some people – you know, that, that's another thing, and it's kind of a correlation, I think, too. Like, when I think of college, I'm like, you know, some of these, like, I think of an example of LSU and Les Miles and Bama. It's like, you can't beat Bama. Well, guess what? Yeah. Nobody beats Bama. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, just a base on everybody, you got to like, beat Bama. Yeah. Like, LSU you know, has and, to get rid of Les, Les Miles because he can't beat Nick Saban. Well, welcome to – uh, reality. Uh, yeah, no welcome one, to everybody. No <laughs> I mean, yeah. y'all, y'all, That's it, what I mean. you know, he used to be. Remember when he was y'all's coach, LSU? He used to beat everybody then too. 
come on. Exactly. And that's what I think about all these coaches. Like, sometimes you're like, you get caught up in the whole, like, non-reality part of it. And then I think to myself, like, dude, no, not everybody's going to be the Patriots, okay? No, <laughs> I mean, that's no. like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if you get there, to the playoffs there's, there's, or... There's, there's not... Uh, there's not 32 or 20 Tom Brady's. There's only one. <laughs> you know exactly. what I'm saying? I mean, that's why exactly. the Patriots uh, are in the playoffs every year. You look at Ben Roethlisberger, the same thing. I mean, like, those teams that will be playing this weekend, a couple of them, they have quarterbacks that, you know, are phenomenal football players. And, and most of the time, that's what you you have. That's like a prerequisite for for winning a Super Bowl, and there's yeah. not a ton of them out there. It's not like there's just tons of you know nope. Super Bowl winning quarterbacks out there. There's probably five nope. or six. You know, we throw the word exactly. elite around a lot, and there's really only five or six elite quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I think too, like. Uh... You know, I mean, we can go over this. There's not much to go over. I mean, obviously, like you said, the Texans and the Raiders was the closest, but really was that a game? Not much. Seattle, Detroit was kind of this week. You kind of there never was one that was really in doubt. I mean, the Dolphins they the didn't only, really show the, up. The only the only game that intrigued me was the Green Bay New York game early because I thought yeah, New York was good early. Just, I thought like the way New York was getting open early in the football game. I mean, they dropped yeah. some balls that could have been huge plays. I mean, it just looked like to me, I was like, holy, you know, these, yeah. these cats can't, they have that vibe these cats to cannot it. cover. They can't cover nope. the boat, the the boats and hose, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I were mean, they thinking? I, I don't even think, uh, like you said, um, the beginning of that game, I mean, they were – they were wide open. And the vibe I had was just like the vibe I had when the Giants went up there however many years ago it was and won at Green Bay. I had yeah. that same when vibe. Coughlin's it just felt like, like the Giants. When Coughlin's, like, face was frozen, it was so, it was so cold. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm not putting that, that, around my face. I'm just going to freeze. We're going to win this game, though. And he did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that's what it reminded me of, you know. It had that vibe of, like, you know, Giants are ready to go. I mean, they're kind of moving the ball. Yeah. They kind of missed some catches, but they they were there for the taking, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. I mean, what's the hell? Mary hits at that yeah, time again. How does that happen? I, mean, I just don't get it. I know. I mean, if you, <laughs> if you go to half, if you go to half seven, six, fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then you give that play up. It's ridiculous. That's unreal. I couldn't I mean, believe that, that it. Takes so much, that takes so much, like, out of you right before the half, too, and you're just, like, going to the locker room. i tell you no what, uh, what to say. I'll tell you what I was thinking, <laughs> though, because, like, once they had that momentum and going and then uh, McCarthy goes forward on that fourth and one on their side of the field, yeah. I was like, don't give them that momentum back, man. Then next thing yeah, you know, he throws uh, Eli. That wasn't his best uh, coaching decision. When you have Aaron Rodgers, you get away with stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because all I kept saying is after he, after he did that, I was like, 
man, this guy better win this game or else it's going to be just mayhem. I mean, can you imagine everybody and their uh, mother is going to be asking her about that play for all off season uh, everywhere he goes. So I was like, you better yeah, win, man. And, then, and it's and it's crazy how that game, like, I mean, they they ended up winning by 25 points. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? that game just got yeah. out of hand quickly. I mean, like I said, I the, think the what, closest the, game was 13 points. That's crazy. The NFL is known for parity. I mean, every – like, it seems like even – you know, you, you watch the Bucks every week. The Bucks will get yeah. up like 17-3, and you're like, dang, we're going to roll <laughs> this week. And then all of a sudden, by the fourth quarter, it's 23-20, and the other team's driving. Yeah. And you're like, what – you know, what is going on? I mean that that's hap- that happens yeah. every weekend, multiple times. But this weekend, four games, nothing but just awful blowouts. This, this yeah, week's game better improve. So, yeah, yeah, I mean this, this week think, we better get uh, something. I think it'll be. I, think, uh, I mean, three I, of the three of the four look like they possibly could be good. The only one I don't think could be good Houston is that Houston New England game New England. yeah but I will say I will say this about Houston like with the way Clowney and Merciless are playing and you know Cushing making some yeah. plays and I'm telling you they could if they could you know get some you know Brady he can get flustered if you get in his face yeah um, but we'll see. We'll see. That's the only, that's their only chance is that that defensive front's got to disrupt Brady um, and kind of fluster him a little bit, get him yelling at everyone on the sideline, and then they might have. Yeah. A chance. But I don't, I'm I'm not sure. I'm kind of probably wishful thinking there. If, if, yeah, you know, I mean, you never know. Like you said, I mean, I agree with you. I think what beats of I don't think you, you know. I I think if I go back to the Giants when they beat the the Patriots in the Super Bowl, it was because they got all that pressure and they're in Brady's face. You got to get him off his mark. And then yep. Houston, you know, the Texans have that type of defense where they can put some pressure. They have good solid players on that side of the ball. I mean, you know, if I'm a Houston Texans fan, to be honest, it's like we're literally like could be s- such a great team if we had just any type of like solid quarterback. I mean Houston would be yeah. a solid team. And just and, you know. and just imagine like it, and wait till like JJ Watt comes back next year. With right. Clowney exactly. playing at the level he's playing now. I mean, they they've got all this money sunk in Brock Osweiler, you know. If if you can bring yeah. Tony Romo in or something like that. Yeah. Even That's if you got a, yeah. even if you've got to swallow like seven, I think it's like seventeen to twenty million that Osweiler's on the books for him next year. That's insane. Just swallow, just <laughs> swallow it and bring in Romo, and and if you win a title, or or. And that's go to worth the it. Championship game, <laughs> yeah, it's worth. Who cares? Like that's nothing. Yeah. Seventeen yeah, to twenty million. Worth that's it. nothing. Yeah. But think about it. He walks uh, in too. You got the defense set. If you're Romo, you come there. The defense set. You you come in. You got a number one. I mean, Hawkins is a, a legit number one. Lamar yeah. Miller. I mean, yeah. he's had a pretty good year. So it's like you're walking into yeah. a great situation. I think. I mean, you're not like yeah. you know. Fedor, hey, Fedorowitz. Fedor. They're tied in Fedorowitz. He's not Jason Witten, but he you know he can make you know he's decent. 
They've got they've got yeah. some pieces there. That that Fuller kid can fly. Number fifteen, the kid in the slot from Notre Dame, right. rookie. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, they've good. They've, yeah. they've Will Fuller. They got some players. They just need yeah. they just need a trigger man that not only is good, but that his teammates believe in him. And I don't. And yeah. I think like every time Osweiler drops back. Like every Texan is watching on the sideline, like, uh oh, please don't <laughs> throw an interception. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I I'm telling you, right when, when, we, when we were, we played the Texans, uh, like week, probably week 14. It was the game, Osweiler throws two picks in the first quarter, and the place, right. the building boos so loudly after his second pick. They ran Tom Savage out to start the next series and the place erupted. Like they hate <laughs> Brock Osweiler. And yeah. I mean, I'm sure yeah. last week helped him a lot, but if he could somehow like he could, I mean, here's the thing. We all think that's going to be the worst game. Watch something crazy happen in that game. And that'd be like the best game. Yeah. Yeah, you could never you know. If, I mean, if the, like, could you imagine if the Texans pulled off the upset and they'd be like, and like Osweiler had a decent game, you know? The investment was insane. worth it. We knew all along. <laughs> yeah. You know, they'd spin yeah. it like that. We're waiting to we play at New England. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the playoffs. We got, shut out the, we got shut out in the regular season when we played at New England, but <laughs> we were saving it for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. We held everything back. We knew it would be in this situation again. What about that? Uh, what about that? Um, I mean, what's crazy is Dallas, right? They hit like the uh, – Oh, the yeah. draft lotto. I mean, you get freaking the quarterback and the running back. They got a franchise quarterback back. and a running back. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. Insane. I mean, that, that offensive line they have, too, is just insane. But, I mean, to be honest, I feel like, uh, you know, what year was it when Green Bay was the wild card and all of a sudden they went to Atlanta and won and then they went somewhere else? Mm-hmm. The year they won the Super Bowl, but – Green Bay, I mean, what is that? Six in a row, seven in a row. I mean, they're they're catching yeah. fire. You know, I mean, it's at when, Dallas. Uh, you know, the only the one thing about that game that you know concerns me for Green Bay is it sounds like Jordy Nelson got hurt pretty bad, and so oh, I don't yeah, know if yeah, he's going to play. So yeah, he's a I huge mean, loss. They. Like last year when he wasn't playing, they struggled early in the year. Yeah. When, yeah. when he yeah. wasn't, you know, he was still kind of getting back into the flow of things. They struggled. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they play outside of Lambeau Field, which was like, man, any sane person does not want to be out playing in conditions like that. And they had like 85,000 yeah. people just yelling. I mean, I'm sorry. I, know. Like, I like my team and everything, but if I'm just a fan and it's two degrees outside, I'm 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 sorry. There's no blackouts anymore in the NFL. I'm watching <laughs> it at home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching I'm gonna it have a party inside couch. the heater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With exactly. the heat off. Yeah. <laughs> so Another, it'll be uh, interesting to see how they play outside of that 
of that atmosphere because, you know, everything's, you know, great when they're throwing around a Lambo and everything. Well, now they're going to be outside of that and they're not going to have Jordy Nelson with them. And Ezekiel is going to be trying to run through them like he ran through Alabama in the damn college football playoffs a couple of years ago. It was just like, I mean, they just couldn't they couldn't stop him in the second half. He was just yeah, you know, that like, kid's insane. We've seen Ezekiel Elliott this year run hard, but I have a feeling we're going to see him run harder than he's ever ran in his life. Just coming yeah. again against the Packers, so it'll be fun. What a that other game. I mean, there's two other ones we haven't really hit on, but like yep. Seattle, Oakland. No, 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 that was last at week. Atlanta. Seattle at Atlanta. Seattle at Atlanta. That's a game uh, that happened a few years ago, too, in the playoffs. Yep. And uh, Seattle uh, yeah. won that, right? Yeah. it'll. And earlier this year, uh, Atlanta they went out to Seattle. Too, and, yeah. Yep. And yep. Seattle they beat did. them, but there was like a controversial pass interference call that they yep. should have made yep, against Julio. That. Richard yeah, Julio, yep. so, I mean – I it, I think it's hard to pick against it's hard to pick against Atlanta right now playing in Atlanta with Julio and Matt Ryan, but like if right. any team can do it, it it Seattle coming there with that defense and just you know they'll just go yeah. to that next level that they're known for in playoffs and 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 just <laughs> all of a sudden you'll look up at the fourth quarter and the Falcons have you know, six points with three minutes to yeah. go. And Matt Ryan's got a damn towel over his head on the sideline looking at the ground. And Julio yeah, I would pick see, looking, I, I, looking up in the stands like he wants to kill someone. I can see that yeah. happening. I can see Seattle sure. absolutely winning that game. I mean, they have that, uh, you know, that experience on the road. And they've been in the playoffs for – multiple years in a row now so those guys you know they ain't worried about coming out to the to the east side of the u.s and playing a game i know that so i think uh i think we got a good chance most of those guys most of those guys have done it before they've went to atlanta before and 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 knocked them out of the playoffs and then went on to win a super bowl so just that type of experience in a situation like this it you know Going across the country means nothing when there's so much on the line. Yeah. Now, if it's a week, if it's a week fourteen game and they're already in the playoff, you know, they, you know, they yeah. know if they win one of their next three, they're in the playoffs. Then maybe they lay an egg, but not not in this situation. I mean, Russell mm-hmm. Wilson played better last week. I'd expect him to have a big game this week. So Baldwin was know. good too. Baldwin had a good game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Thomas Rawls was running. Oh yeah, pretty good. They I know he was. Uh, yeah, he was going off too. An- what another about that? Interesting uh, tid- the, uh, another interesting tidbit about that game, though, is they both run the same style defense because Dan Quinn used to be uh, Pete Carroll's defensive yeah. coordinator. So yeah. that you know, it'll be interesting how the defense, and that's the same defense that Jacksonville runs, which, are, which is interesting because some, um, you know, there's. I think that's the only three teams uh, in the NFL that run that particular defense, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah. And then the other game, what the other a, game uh, is the Pittsburgh and the Chiefs game. That'll be. Chiefs I think that should be a good one. 
That'll be a. I mean, talk about cold. I mean, what's the what's the starting oh temperature goodness. on that one? Oh, it's yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be zero degrees. I'm sure. The the match, yeah, the big matchup. Be. The there's there's gonna be a couple big matchups, but in my mind, the one you need to watch is gonna be Marcus Peters, number twenty two for Kansas City, going up against mm-hmm. Antonio Brown. I mean, they got to run him to whatever side of the field Antonio Brown's on, they got to run Peters to that side because, and the thing about this, Peters might get beat a few times, but he'll, he'll punch the ball out or he'll, he'll, he'll knock a ball. He'll tip a pass that'll get intercepted or he'll get interception. He's, he's a big time playmaker, but in, in games like this, I still think like, even though it's going to be in Kansas city and Kansas City's very loud stadium to be in, well, the Jaguars played there oh, early yeah. in the season, um, but I just feel like you gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta pick Ben Roethlisberger over Alex Smith. I like the things that Alex Smith. Does. Alex Smith's one of those underappreciated guys that I, I, you know, he he wins football games. But if you have him on your fantasy team, you don't like him. Like it's oh, it's, yeah. it's weird. Like the NFL yeah. fantasy football has 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 clouded the judgment that we have of some of these players, the influence yeah. of fantasy football. But, but well, I he's just, just not flashing, Robinson. you know. That's the big yeah, thing exactly. with him, I think. As far as fans go, yeah. they don't see the, oh, you know, the Hail Marys like Rogers or the big bombs by Ryan to Julio, you know. So, but I agree. But he's, the I mean, guy, the, he's the type of guy on third and three. He'll go out of the shotgun on third and three, and he'll look at the coverage and – you know, he he'll say, you know what, I can pick up three and a half yards with my legs, and he'll yeah, pick up three and a half yeah, yards true. with legs, and he'll keep the drive going. And you know, to some people, they don't think that's a quarterback. You know, whatever. I think it's a football player. He plays the game of football. I like it. So, but yeah. I still got to take Ben. I got to take Ben. He's got all that, all those, those, those weapons. You know, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, all those other receivers that. You know, you've never even heard of until the last few weeks that are making plays right. for them. So uh, it's going well, to be tough to maintain their offense. Recap the game, and we'll do we'll do like picks. I'll pick, and then you pick, okay. and we'll we'll see how we end up afterwards. But first mm-hmm. one Saturday, and it looks like what I have is that Seattle at Atlanta game Saturday at four thirty-five. You're thinking Seattle okay. there. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Seattle in a low scoring type game, like a seventeen to to thirteen type game. Seventeen thirteen. I'm gonna take Seattle too on that. I'm gonna say Seattle twenty four, Atlanta seventeen. That next one Saturday is that Houston New England game we talked about. That's a night game, eight fifteen. Um, so who you got on that? What score you think? Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that uh, Houston's defense going to play first half, make some plays, but eventually, uh, New England's going to be too much. So give me New England 24, Houston 13. 24, 13. I'm going to take New England too. I'll take 20. I'll take 28. Two twenty-one. I'll try that. Real quick though, we got about 
two minutes to go. We'll do these last two real quick. Pittsburgh okay. right. at Kansas City is on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Kansas City. I'm going to go 27 for Pittsburgh and 23 for Kansas City. Close, probably maybe the best game of the weekend. Gotcha. I'm going to take KC. There's our one different differential right there so far. I'll take KC over Pittsburgh. I'll take, um, I'll say 28 to 24 KC. And then the last game is at Green Bay at Dallas. Okay, I'm going to go, in this game, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I got to go with, I got to go with Dallas at home. They're going to run the football. Uh, they're going <clears> to, <throat> they're not going to ask a lot of Dak Prescott. He's not going to make many mistakes. So give me Dallas uh, 24, Green Bay 17. All right, and I'm going to roll. This is the second one, so we're, we got to see who who makes it up here. I'll go with the Green Bay <laughs> on the road, and I'll say Green Bay 27, Dallas 24. So just to recap it real quick, I got Chris, you have Seattle, you have New England, you have Pittsburgh, and you have Dallas. I have Seattle. Yes, I have New England, I have Kansas City, where we're different, and I have Green Bay, where we're different. So we'll see how we add it up and how it all comes out after the games or next week. But uh, thanks for joining again, and uh, we'll start. We'll have another podcast here in the coming days. I'll list it out on Twitter for everybody and post it out there. But thanks again, Chris, for coming on again. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good night. Talk to everybody soon. Bye.